0: This episode of Zero to Travels brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at nissanusa.com. All right, number two, yours.
1: We're on number two here. Okay. I know. I'm on my number one. This is my number one. Oh, is this your Yeah, this is your number one. That's right,
0: because my number one's coming up next. Yes. We're gonna
1: gonna do another podcast on counting to five. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: listening to the Zero to Travel Podcast, where we explore exciting travel-based work, lifestyle, and business opportunities, helping you to achieve your wildest travel dreams. And now your host, World Wanderer and Travel Junkie, Jason Moore. Hey there, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much for hanging out, letting me bring a little travel into your ears today. Travel and music today. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. And I am sitting here in my buddy, my brother from another mother, my best bud it's cafe actually it's not a cafe. He just happened to make me a fancy coffee on his stove and I guess you're still not back, Jay. are you? He's in the other room rummaging around for something he's probably still putting together his list. We have got a very important list for you today. Very important to us anyway, I think you're gonna have a good time with it. We're giving you our top 10 road trip albums and when it comes to travel and music, First of all, let's say hi to Jason. He's actually back. What, what, were you, what were you hunting for, man?
1: My list.
0: Your list. Oh, my gosh. Don't it's show it to me. It's such an
1: important list, and I had it on such an important piece of paper that it was importantly misplaced. <laughs> but we have it now.
0: Oh, I never do that. I never do that. Um, you actually have a, a song for your wallet when, you, when it's missing, right? Do you want to just start this off with a little musical rendition? When Jason loses his wallet, this is the song.
1: Where's my wallet? <laughs> Where's my wallet? <laughs> it works. It's foolproof it every time.
0: When I was living in uh, Jason and his wife Kelly's basement, uh, I, I hear, heard that more than a few times. Anyway, we're so excited to bring you uh, this trip, Top 10 Road Trip Albums. And Jason actually runs a website with his wife called FestyGonuts.com. so you might have heard him on a podcast before. It's all about festivals and travel, music festivals and travel, and uh, we can expand on that in a little bit. And I think uh, you know one of the big reasons we wanted to do this episode was I've I've always thought about this, Jay, with travel and music. I can't think of anything that's more infused with travel besides like travel writing or guidebooks or like things that are explicitly for travel than music, because inherently musicians and
1: artists travel, like that's what they do. So. It, it has to bleed in, right? Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, the travel and music. Without travel, I don't think we would have music the way it is. I mean, sure, there's recorded music, but recorded music is so much based on the live music experience that, like you said, is all formulated around traveling musicians.
0: Yeah, and then there's the lifestyle of being a musician. So when you're living that life, you're on the road. I've done it as a tour manager. You've done it as a touring professional, managing events, and now you know going to different festivals all over the place. It is a different kind of lifestyle, and it has to bleed into the music. And speaking of lifestyle, um, we are going to ask you later on after we hear our album list about your location-independent lifestyle, how, it, how it's working for you to build this uh, FestiGonus.com business, and then you have like a marketing business, sort of like your main thing. So like it's just a different way to approach things. And I'm just bringing it up now because I want you to stick around for that at the end. And I also wanted to mention, if you go to zero com slash hustle. Uh, we're giving out a free side hustle success guide as part of the Paradise Pack. So if you are interested in building a business on the side that you can run from anywhere, you want to do something you're passionate about, just like Jason's doing with with his festival website, anything like that, you can get three super important tips to help you build a business on the side, whether you have a full-time job or you're taking another approach like Jason's doing, which we'll talk about again. Every day
1: I'm hustling. Our
0: list. Every day he's hustling. ZeroToTravel.com slash side hustle. And that's part of the Paradise Pack, which runs from April 23rd through the 29th. If you go to the Paradise Pack. Dot com. You can check it out, but get that sidehouse success guide while we're giving it out. It's a good one. And uh, lastly, before we get into the list, because we have a lot to talk about, Jay, and we're, we're going to throw a few honorable mentions in there as well. Of course, we we can't sort of keep ourselves to just uh, five, right? We can, and we're going to. But uh, we have a collective ten top ten for you and. We're both bringing our top five, and before we get into that, I just want to say uh, a quick thank you to Tortuga Backpacks for supporting today's show. If you go to zero2travel zerototravel.com slash tortuga, yes, I'm dropping another link here, uh, what you'll find is a collection of all the backpacks and travel gear I recommend from my favorite backpack company, and you get 10% off just by entering the promo code TRAVEL, so when you check out, just type in the word TRAVEL, I know you can remember that, and you'll get 10% off any of the Tortuga bags, and they've been coming out with some really sweet bags lately. I've been traveling with their day pack. They have a new bag that's made out of recycled materials. So they're just really doing great work over there. And if you are in the market for a backpack or you're looking for something that can help you travel for three weeks, three months, or three years this is the place
1: to go. And I'll drop that Jason comes to visit for like a two month trip and you pick him up at the airport. You're like, that's it? He's got (laughs) this little thing on his back that just like expands to the world. And yeah, that's, they're not paying me to say this. That's Tortuga. (laughs) They're they're good stuff.
0: Thanks, man. You know, that's for better or worse, right? I'm wearing a pair of jeans that I've only had one pair of jeans on this trip for two and a half months and they're literally falling apart. Actually, buddy of mine, he he was like, I don't think it was you or somebody was like, thinking like i ripped these, like I cut, like cut these jeans with scissors. I'm like, no, this is just legitimate wear and tear. Um, I just assumed
1: that was your hipster <laughs> look.
0: Yeah, my friend Ziana the other day, who's been on the podcast, she was like, Jason, what's up with the pants? I'm like, I know. I need to get some new pants. So anyway, we're leaving in three days. The pants somehow survived. Okay, let's stop talking about pants. Let's get into this list, because Jason and I could probably jam on music for about 14 hours Absolutely. straight, but we only have about... 40 minutes to go in this podcast so we need we to get it. into this. Jay, first of all when you were developing this list like what was I can tell you my idea but what was the the
1: thinking behind it for you? So road trip albums there's a couple things there's and there's a little blend of this throughout my list. There are albums that make me feel and like reminiscent of the road. Right. Um something that I can hear anytime and it makes me want to hit the road. And then there's ones that I will just go to to listen to because while I'm driving, they make me feel good. And then there's just the you know, simple a- to keep me awake or keep me entertained. Uh, okay, there's certain yeah. albums that- The practicality. Right the, right, the practicality. There are albums where I know every word to every song, and if I put those albums on- I can have an hour of road time completely disappear because I'm just singing, and before you know it, you're halfway through Kansas.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this might sound a little old school to some of you who maybe grew up in more of the Spotify era where you're just curating, say, playlists or tracks. You know, we're, I guess, going old school in this way where we're taking the entire album yes. as a piece of art, right? right? Yeah. And... I, the same as you, man. Like, I mean, I didn't think about the practical aspect of staying awake and things like that. But I, my list is definitely very personal, and th- therefore, like, I spent a lot of years on the road, and it was some years ago, so mine might fall under a certain era. But also, I think there's like a timeless quality to some of the songs in these albums, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. And also, I, it can't not be personal, right? So right. I try, I tried to bridge that sort of universality yeah. of. You can go and listen to these albums, and you're going to get it, but also, it is it is a personal list. Yeah, there's a
1: couple here that m- uh, many of your listeners may not be aware of, but they should go check them out. So. Yeah. But then there's some that everybody will know.
0: So. And Jason, thank you, introduces me to a lot of new music that uh, we've gotten into lately, my yeah. wife and I, and you and Kelly. Both, and vice uh, versa. Yeah, so, all right, well, let's get into it, man. Do you want to kick it off sure. with number five? And we're doing these in order, even though we can't possibly rank these albums right. but uh, we're gonna each give you five and neither of us knows each other's list and we're just gonna go back and forth so music lovers get okay. ready to uh, get pumped up
1: yeah um, sure alright all right. kick it off my man drum roll or just uh,
0: yeah Chris if you're editing this right now throw in a little drum roll please I mean why not <laughs> why not
1: <laughs> so um, alright I'm good this is a throwback, and this is one that you, I know for a fact, are going to appreciate. It might even be on your list. I'm um, certainly from my older days, but a timeless album I could listen to over and over. I do know every word of it. Um, People's Instinctive Travels and in the Paths of oh. Rhythm by a Tribe Called Quest. Oh, man. Um, and now a lot of fans of Tribe Called Quest, you know, they, they go to uh, uh, Low End Theory, Beach Rhymes, but People's Instinctive Travels, their very first album... To me, every single track on that album is amazing. It is an album. like It is meant to be listened to from start to finish in the order that it was produced in. Mm -hmm. And I put that on if I'm driving and I am rapping, singing along to everything. I mean, the... A, the journey that you go on through that album, from you know footprints going into um, El Segundo, and then of course you know can I kick it? Like getting you all pumped up while you're cruising down the highway. It's it's one of the best.
0: Yeah, and I'm just thinking about the intro piece to that album. Right. It's kind of like the baby crying, and it's this building, and you are yeah. going on some kind of a journey. That's ah, oh, that's a great one. I may in fact have. Uh, A Little Tribe Called Quest on my honorable mentions. Okay. I I mean, I was so close to putting them in the top five, but and that's not the album, actually, I chose, but we'll give honorable mentions at the
1: end. Absolutely.
0: Dude, what a a solid kickoff. Right? That's insane. Yeah. Um, By the way, on my list, very personal one for you and I. Yes.
1: Yes, I'm going to tease
0: that out. That's coming later. Uh, All right, should I hit, hit into my number five? Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, I've reordered my list about 16 times since we started talking. I'm actually ordering ago. it as we're talking. so <laughs> I'm going to guess that you're not a fan of this album. I, I don't know why. I'm is just it gonna Third go. Eye Blind? Oh, you might. No, it's not Third Eye Blind, although that's a, we have a funny joke about Third Eye Blind. And uh, <laughs> I, I they do have one pretty great album that I have uh, listened to before okay. a few times. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. No, this album is one that I found... Early on, I, I'm actually going to tell you when it came out here. Let me, I'm going to look this up while we're uh, kind of talking about it. The MTV Unplugged series. Do you remember that series on MTV of course, where yes. bands would come in and they would they would play? They were plugged in, but there was essentially like acoustic type performances. The 10,000 Maniacs MTV Unplugged album. Amazing is album. A, an amazing album, right? And I guess it was recorded in 93. It was released October 26, 1993, according to uh, Wikipedia. And I love that album with the exception of, I think it's like track number two. There's a song called "E For Two, and I'll usually skip that one. Okay. But overall, that album to me, it's something about Natalie Merchant's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's an album I can throw on. And it's sh- it just, the guy comes on. He's like, all right, let's get ready. It's time to s- introduce Natalie and 10,000 Maniacs. And like the crowd cheers. Right. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. And the album comes on, and it's just awesome. And one of my biggest memories from that album is Track six, Hey Jack Kerouac, all about Jack Kerouac, and I think like, all right, going into San Francisco and West Coast just really gives me like this feeling of being in San Francisco during the beat era, and I don't know, there's something about this whole album that just really speaks to me, I don't really know. And
1: and, you know, just saying how we could do this forever, because now that you say (laughs) that, I'm like, oh yeah, I certainly could have included Our Time in Eden on this list. Oh, yeah, okay. Our studio album, Our Time in Eden, is one of my absolute favorites and a great driving album. Yeah,
0: awesome driving album. All right, number four, Jay, for you.
1: Okay, well, we are reordering here a couple because the honorable mentions are going to get picked up a little bit. You are going to know some personal feelings about this one, too. I'll set the scene. Teenage Jason Moore and Jason Law. Driving to the beach in uh, probably 1992, Um, we're not that old, but um, and as we would arrive, um, (laughs) smelling the salt water and that the ocean air, for some reason, we always were listening to the Violent Femmes and just their self-titled Violent Femmes album. Every single song on there is a sing-along. Every single song sparks something inside of you. It is, from start to finish, track for track, absolutely fantastic. Brings up so many memories of that time with you, Jay, but mm-hmm. also just so many times. And it is just, yeah, it. it's just one of the best.
0: I mean, let's go with the track list right here. Blister in the Sun, Kiss Off, Please Do Not Go, Add It Up, Confessions, Prove My Love, Promise, To The Kill, Gone Daddy Gone, Good Feeling. All standing the test of time. Yes, right, absolutely. Uh, looks like I'm going to have to swap out my number three. Jimmy. Okay, and you know what? I almost didn't put that.
1: That was just an audible. I that oh, was really on my list. It was it was an
0: audible for me too. Um, actually, yeah. so
1: I was like because I, I thought you might pick it, but that's okay. You know, yeah,
0: no, that's okay because I had another one for that slot. Okay, good, good, good. Um, but like Jason said, we have very strong memories to this album. I distinctly remember shaking a Snapple bottle, accidentally having the top off and spraying it all over your car, which was stained forever well that, was actually, that album was, that was on. was actually my mom's car. Your mom's car.
1: Sorry, yes. sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry, mom's convertible. Oh, but
0: uh, yeah, that, that album, I mean, just to talk about it and riff on it for another second, Blister in the Sun, like when that song comes on, you're just... Right.
1: You're on a road trip. Yeah, and I don't care how many times you've heard that song. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty hardcore Violent Femmes fan, and sometimes like I have feelings about that song that you hate to see a band with such an extensive catalog be pigeonholed into some people consider them a one-hit wonder, and they are so much bigger than that. So much bigger. So sometimes I've mixed feelings about that song because of that, but that doesn't stop me from just feeling awesome when that song comes on.
0: Listen, do yourself a favor if you haven't heard this album... And put it on. I don't care if you're on a road trip or if you're just driving to work in your morning commute. You could even stop listening to this podcast right now and just put (laughs) that album on and just give it a listen and like do it while you're behind the wheel and see how you feel. Or if you don't have a car, like I don't have a car. I live in Europe. Don't go searching for. You can you can get the the same sort of road trip feeling like while you're on a train or yes. just moving yeah, in a bus or whatever. Point. It doesn't have to I'm be yeah. behind the wheel, but the idea is that you're in motion, you're, traveling. you're listening to this, and you're yeah. traveling. So,
1: um, and while you're at it, jump down the Violent Femmes rabbit hole, get into their dark stuff and hollowed ground, and uh, yeah. You, jump
0: down the rabbit hole, man.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm going to go with my number four. That was
0: fantastic. So actually, this was my number four, but I'm going to sub it out because I had a last-minute sure. audio uh, audible as well, so we have to keep this list fresh. And my number four is uh, a little bit of a cheat here. It's a combination, but one of the same artists i got pearl jam versus and into the wild the eddie vetter soundtrack for the motion picture into the wild right versus probably just because of rearview mirror the song rearview mirror okay. is like yeah. it's just a classic pearl jam song and it's all about sort of leaving a place behind and just hitting the road and it's one of my favorite pearl jam albums probably one of my favorite albums but in general but into the wild holy in, into the wild i mean talk about talk about travel man you were playing on the guitar the other night you played tulum is that
1: the song um, that you play, or? no i believe i was playing guaranteed
0: okay oh yeah guaranteed right i was looking at the track list to the into the wild soundtrack which if you're a traveler you you might be familiar with the movie it's a story of chris mccandless he uh was a guy that basically got rid of all his possessions burned up his like, driver's license and all his IDs, and just like went off into the wild, essentially. It ended
1: well for him, if I recall, right? Was, uh, uh, I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen the well, movie. Well, we won't, we won't <laughs> talk too much about the movie, but um,
0: the track listing, track number one, Setting Forth. Yeah. It's like Setting Forth the Universe, uh, Far Behind, Leaving Everything Far Behind.
1: Like, there's so much travel in this right. album, it's ridiculous. The awesome last song day. is
0: called End of the Road. And Guaranteed, sorry. Guaranteed is the last song.
1: Awesome pick. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I love that album. And to be honest, like I mean, I listen to that album a lot. I've definitely listened to it on the road a lot. And I listen to that on the road for different feelings of just like it being such a good album. Again, a sing-along, every song I'm emotionally invested in but i hadn't really even made the connection of how much travel is within the lyrics of that which is just a whole nother layer of it
0: yeah uh, my favorite lyric from that album and one of my favorite songs maybe my favorite song R- and rise you know that song uh-huh, rise absolutely and he says gonna rise up turning mistakes into gold i yeah. love that it's like it's like a redemption like um
1: how about rise up find my direction magnetically yeah Whole, I, I, got, I got chills up yeah. and down my
0: spine just thinking about this album. Ladies right and now. gentlemen, I, I, literally, I, I look, can see... You these, see the goosebumps. See the, the hair stand up? I
1: see up. the goosebumps. See
0: the hair stand up? I'm a little chilly, too. Yeah, no, like no, like, he is little. sitting next to the No, window. I do get... Music does that to me, man. <laughs> absolutely. And Rise is one of the songs. And, like, yeah, that whole idea of just redemption on the road. I mean, who, as a traveler, do you ever feel that emotion where you're, like, you're hitting the road and you're kind of... It's some kind of weird, fresh start or something? Yeah, I absolutely.
1: I mean, travel has so many... You know, connotations of starting over of just new chapters. I mean, when I moved to Colorado, I drove here from Ocean City, Maryland, and I wish I knew what the first thing I listened to. I had a cassette player in the car back then, but I guarantee you, I had a stack of cassettes like ready to go for a 20 hour ride yeah. that, you know, it was like I purposely picked out like my 10 favorites. And yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. it's it's new beginnings. It's there's so much about traveling.
0: It's awesome. Uh, And traveling music doesn't get any better, right? Right. All right, let's go to your number, we're in your number three now,
1: right? All right, yeah, let's go for a number three here. I'm going to go with American Beauty, Grateful Dead. Ooh. And so, as a Grateful Ah. Dead fan, um, you know, a lot of fans- And you're going
0: with a recorded
1: album, not a live one. absolutely. And a lot, you know, a lot of fans, right, that's what I was going to say. With the dead, I mean, so much of- The Grateful Dead is surrounded their live music and there are hundreds and hundreds of (laughs) concert recordings that are available. But as far as a studio album, it is You'll be hard-pressed to find one with a better collection of music on it than American Beauty. I mean, you start off with Box of Rain, go into Friend of the Devil, and Sugar Magnolia. I mean, dead fan or not. Triple punch! Right? (laughs) Dead fan or not, you have got to have some appreciation for that. And then, to me, nothing said— Okay, road trip, and I know you have a lot of international— uh, listeners, however, for me, it's a it's a very American thing because I've traveled throughout the world, but my driving road trips have all been in the United States. Right? I mean, the title "American Beauty," but just the the music on there and the Grateful Dead representing Americana. And that feeling of just getting out and traveling and being in our country and the Grateful Dead, there was no better traveling band than the Grateful Dead and their fans that would live on the road with them for years at a time. This album just does it all for me on the road, without a doubt.
0: I mean, trucking. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Is it maybe one of the greatest all-time travel songs? Possibly,
1: yeah. And that's that's
0: the last song on this album. Right, yeah.
1: I mean, it's...
0: What an amazing, that's an awesome pick. I mean, if you're not a Grateful Dead fan,
1: what's wrong with you? Right. What are you doing? But yeah, good point about, (laughs) I mean, trucking, like, seriously, what a road trip song. Yeah, I mean,
0: if you're going to collect, like, the top 50 road trip songs ever created. Right. which I that's
1: mean, another podcast, I suppose. R- yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we we'll yeah. should. That That will finish with Steppenwolf, one. probably. But, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. The, the top on that list might have to be On the Road, Willie
1: Nelson. Yeah, right? possibly. I, mean, I don't but, know, but Born to be Wild comes on, and you just start pedal to the metal. Yeah, anyway, that's true. Right. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> off track. This is what happens. Yeah, but, um, but American Beauty, like,
0: amazing. I'm like staring at the track list now. And like,
1: yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if that should have been my number one. I'm kind of ordering here on the fly. That because, is good. But that's okay. That
0: is good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you my number three, which is an album you're, you may not be very familiar with, but I am very familiar with because I was actually the tour manager for the band oh, of course, yeah. when they were on tour playing the album, and that's Matt and Kim Grand. And the reason why I chose this is because, well, it's very personal to me. Like, this was my experience working as a tour manager in music with a band that I loved, getting to see them play every night, getting to be a part of a show like that. And you know this, like, when you cover shows and different things. Like, even if you're a small part of it, like, they're the artists, they're on stage, they have the music. There's other people that help make that happen. To be able to, like give a live music experience to people and be a little part of that and have something that they're going to remember. And they right. put on such an amazing show. And was show. this, the,
1: this was the particular album they were promoting on that tour?
0: Yeah. Well, they would play a lot of tracks from yeah. from this album. But this was and their new
1: album on that tour. Yeah, and yeah. they
0: lived on Grand Street in an apartment. So when we would go back to New York City, like in between gigs, or like we did like a van run, a van tour in Canada. We did a bus tour before that. We would... um go back to their place in Brooklyn and I would like stay at their apartment and it was on Grand Street the album's called Grands and to me this is this could have been my number one for me personally I didn't make it my number one because it's not like universal but it just brings me right back to being on the road with them and being a part of this really amazing thing that they were doing in, in a certain time in their careers a certain time in my life that just meant a lot to me, and, and this was like probably the hardest job I ever had to leave because I had so much fun with it. But it's actually I, I could say this was one of the genesis, genesis, Gen- genesis of um Gen- what I'm doing now because after getting off tour with them, I was like, right, if I'm gonna not go on like a world tour with them, there's no way I'm not gonna do something cool. Like I have to do right. something cool because I'm not gonna go from this amazing experience getting to like they play the Jimmy Kimmel Show, like being the backstage, right. all these places, seeing awesome band play, and and just like go and work in a cubicle I can't do it and what
1: represents musical travel more than the fact that you actually were the traveling tour manager for artists I mean that's amazing that's you were on the road living it doing it going to shows doing all this and this is the soundtrack that brings you back to that memory brings me back in second like
0: not even in a second a split second and the first song daylight it's probably their most popular in the daylight we can hitchhike to Maine I mean that says it all right there all right great Jay, your number two.
1: My number two. Okay. Um, I might get off the track to ones that people don't know about here too much. I'm going to have to throw it out here. This is, um, let's go with Blind Melon Soup. Ooh. Now, Blind Melon is another uh, band, kind of like the <sighs> Violent Femmes, where, you know, people hear Blind Melon, they're like, oh, the Bumblebee song. Man, right. this band. If Shannon Hoon had an. Hadn't passed away um, at the age of 28, you, they would be a household name. And Soup is one that it's second just, studio album. Yeah. It's, it's not the one that has the song everybody knows, but man, it is chock full of just. Different tunes, like their range from like kind of bluegrassy to rock to funk all over the place. It is an album that when I roll down the windows and I'm singing along to soup, like there's nothing better in the world with that. Oh,
0: like, what a feeling. I have never listened to this album.
1: It's it's fantastic. The song Walk is one of my absolute favorites. Um yeah, it's just from songs. Do you have, do you have like a
0: lyric that stands out that sort of maybe
1: Um let me think off the top of my head. No. I mean, uh-huh. yes, but on the spot, right. I'm not thinking of it right, right now. Um, yeah, it, it's just, as a whole, it is such an amazing collection of music that just, yeah, put it on your list. Put it on your list. when I- Listeners and UJ, just try this out. Yes. I'd, I'm... Lo- I'd love for more people to be exposed to Blind Mountain and realize they're a lot more than the Bumblebee song. They actually... They actually hated that song. I'm I'm
0: listening to this today. Yeah, Uh, you know what's interesting because I'm on Wikipedia as we go through these, and I'm looking at the track listing, and they have a total length here: 48 minutes and 14 seconds. I'm just like, think about how powerful music is. Think about what you do in 48 minutes. Sometimes, like hours, just fly by, and it's just like to create something like that that can live on. You know, sadly. Shannon Hoon died early, but this music lives on. It's, uh, huh, it's such a beautiful thing. Round
1: the corner and in between the trees, I need to be on top of a mountain where I can see everything. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that. I mean, he was a great lyricist, great artist. I encourage people to check him out. Like really under underappreciated, awesome, awesome. Shannon
0: band. Hoon, vocals, yes. guitar, harmonica, kazoo.
1: Kazoo. Oh yeah, kazoo. He plays the, plays kazoo the kazoo on. <laughs> uh, I believe is um, skinned uh, on here. Yeah, skinned. Amazing, amazing song about Jeffrey Dahmer. Kazoo tune. Great song about kazoo Jeffrey Dahmer. Tune. All and right. you know, great traveling uh, mass murderer. I believe he oh, went all over the country with that. My so. my, in- <laughs> that's terrible.
0: My interest <laughs> is peaked though in this yes, album. Okay. Yeah. My number two, I mean, I, I could make this my number one. It's, it's probably my number two just for one song. I can think of many times that I went on a road trip, and the first song I put on was Where the Streets Have No Name Oh yeah, by U2, which is one track on Joshua Tree. Now, obviously a very critically acclaimed album, sure. one that, Many people love, millions of people love, and that's probably won Grammys and stuff like that. I don't have all the information in front of me, but just for that song, absolutely, just for that song with that build and that guitar driving and that bass line coming in, it it's it's road trip all over. You got to watch your speed limit when that
1: that starts coming in. Like your uh, your foot's gonna start getting heavy when that when that drops. I mean, it's yeah, yeah.
0: To add a little bit to that, I'll throw in another U2 album, and this is cheating a little bit. But, you know, Joshua Tree is the main one. But All That You Can't Leave Behind was a song, uh, an album that I listened to that came out right before I went to Ireland for the first time. And I was traveling around there for three weeks. And I just wanted to bring this up because listening to U2, a new U2 album, which that's a very good album, while you're traveling around Ireland, is it, there's something to listening to an artist where, like, it'd be like if you were from Europe and you came to America and you took a road trip and you put on American Beauty. Right. Right. You're just yeah. like, You're experiencing an artist from that country, how they see it, how they portray it, and there's the travel elements and everything, and there's something like really special about that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that is, oh man, that is such a good album. Like, yeah, love it. Good choice.
0: All right, number two, yours.
1: We're on number two here. Okay. Okay. I know. Are um, we sure? Am I on number two? I, I kind of have not been keeping let's track. See, well,
0: let's recap your list here. Okay. What, what do we got?
1: Well, let's see. I started with People's Instinctive Travels. Yep. Um, I went into, where did I go next from that? Um, what, did I go right into American Beauty from that? You're your Violent Femmes. No, no, Violent Femmes, yep. then American Beauty, then Blind Melon Soup. I'm on my number one. This is my number one. That's oh, one is that's, this your? Yeah,
0: this yeah, is your number one. That's number right, because yes. my number one's coming up yes. next. Yes,
1: oh, we're going to do another podcast on counting to five. <laughs> <laughs> and, and t- tips when and you tricks go back and that. forth like this, it's a little right. Uh, no, I know, and I'm not going in order of my list here. anyway. well, my number one. Um, we are going to get to some honorable mentions, right? Yes, absolutely. Men- My number one road trip album, and this is, again, an album. This is start to finish. You, I think it's illegal to listen to this out of order. You go start to finish on this, and when it... <laughs> you will be arrested when, if you listen when to this when out of it order. Com- oh, man. When it kicks in, it kicks in, and you are on the road. That's Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd.
0: Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, wow! It's dark side of the moon, but and you talk about traveling. Well, so for for me, and I don't know how many people are familiar with the um, concept of dark side of the rainbow, but this was a big thing in college. Where if you've never done it, look it up. It's the dark side of the moon album perfectly syncs up with Wizard of Oz, <laughs> and it's if a you thing, start it on the
0: third line. the third roar. lion's roar. You right? press
1: play, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, this amazing who, album. Who
0: found that out?
1: Um, by the way someone
0: like who is that person if anybody knows right drop yes. me a line on yeah. twitter or something <laughs> right. or send me a yeah logo, the yeah.
1: mythology of that it's really freaky and awesome but so that album always kind of has been tied up with that in my head um i mean I, I knew the album before i ever did that but it's forever tied up with with yeah. the wizard of oz with me and i mean what is more travel oriented than that yeah. And as, um, you know, the, the tornado is coming to take Dorothy away and the crescendo uh, of on the run is reaching its peak and, and she lands in Oz as the, the cha-ching and the baseline of money come in. Right. I mean, there's right. so much wonder to that. Wow. And then when I, I, I'm. I evoke those feelings when I'm driving. Um, the best thing, I've actually driven through Kansas with amazing huge storms and tornado watches all in the on the horizon while listening to that album. And that's some of the memories I have of that, like driving through potential tornadoes while this is playing wow. and every track on this album. I mean, it's just classic Pink Floyd.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, what a awesome number one. My number one...
1: And I was just peeking ahead to see. But. Yeah,
0: well, I again like I don't I don't want this to be a cheat because I tried not to include like a greatest hits album, but there were two one's an honorable mention that I need to throw out there. And this one is my number one. It has to be for me. It just has to be. And every time I introduce somebody to this album, it was introduced to me on my very first tour when I went uh started working in the event industry. And I went on tour and this guy put on this album and I was like, whoa. This is, wow, well, I'm on the road now. This is like, and now I got a soundtrack to this, and this is a thing. And I introduced it to my wife. When we went on our honeymoon, we did a road trip around Colorado, and she got way into it. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Bob Seger's greatest hits. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bob Seger's greatest hits. Um, look at this track list, Jay. Oh, I mean, yeah. Roll Me Away, Night Moves, Turn the Page. On, right. I mean, you know, turn Here the, I am turn the on page. the road again.
1: Turn the page if we were doing the top... Songs for road trips. Yeah, my, that would be in the top five. Yeah, it has to, to be,
0: right? right? Uh You'll accompany me, Hollywood Night, still the same. Old time rock and Against roll, don't love that. Wind. One. Against I mean, the winds. Oh it's like yeah, uh, like a rock. I know it, it got played out a little bit during those truck commercials for a right. while, but after yes. it that went away and you'll hear it again, you're like, wow, what a what yeah. a, like an interesting no, idea good pick, for a song. Man. That is just, that is a...
1: um. And that's just again I know this is you've international listeners and road trips can happen anywhere but yep. because we grew up here in the states our road trips happened in the states and this is an American album.
0: Yeah, and this is an album I have listened to so many times on the road that uh, on the road that I just here, All right, I'm hitting the road. Here we go. Bob Se- I might start off with Where the Streets Have No Name. Turn that off and then go right into Bob Seger's greatest yeah. hits, especially Out West, especially Out West. If you just listen to the first track on that album, you'll know. You'll be like, "Oh, I get it." Like, yeah, this is yeah, I get this. So, um, awesome,
1: excellent. Yeah,
0: what, what a what a list, man. What a list. I want to listen to all these albums right, uh, right now Hopefully yeah. we have time. All right, let's let's just recap one more time. I'll go through mine. my my okay. number five was Ten Thousand Maniacs MTV Unplugged. Number four uh, was The Violent Femmes Self titled track yes, yes. or self-titled album yes. i should say eponymous i believe is the yeah term okay eponymous yes. but uh but jason sang that one that's okay because i had a backup there for that slot just in case he did that because i know we have shared <laughs> memories of that album <laughs> and so that was into the wild and with a side note of pearl jam um a little, a little side dish of pearl jam verses. but into the wild by eddie vetter uh number three matt and kim grand's number two you two joshua tree and number one bob seeker's greatest hits
1: excellent i believe this is my order um I did People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm by a Tribe Called Quest. Um, I think then I jumped into the Violent Femmes, um, then American Beauty by the Grateful Dead, Blind Melon Soup, and finished off with Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. (sighs) And I'm going to just... Jump right into my first honorable mention here. Then, well, Be- no,
0: hey, we're gonna hold off on that. No, just I- want-
1: later. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we're well, almost. It. We're almost okay. done,
0: but right. yeah, we, we are gonna get All to right. the honorable mentions. There's a reason. In a but I'm teasing. Yeah, I don't want, want to go. Speak. Yeah, okay. we, yeah, we and we're gonna each throw out a few. Because
1: okay. If you, as because if
0: you needed more music. To because listen what I'm to.
1: teasing is my first honorable mention was actually my number one that I, oh. I changed during this. Oh so my so we'll gosh. Get, we'll get there. Man. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah, we're gonna get there in like literally just about. Four or five minutes. Yeah, okay. um, I did want to ask you about your location independent lifestyle that you're building or that you've been building and you know I mentioned the side hustle success guide at the beginning of the show Uh, zero to travel.com slash side hustle if you want to get that free guide it's part of the paradise pack this year uh, which is an educational bundle of products that are designed to help you live work and travel anywhere it's only available for one week once a year this is our sixth year doing it we keep doing it because people keep asking us to do it and we're trying to give everybody everything they need in terms of education to be able to have that lifestyle where you can work from anywhere so uh, grab that guide If you'd like, and I'll leave that link in here. But Jay, like, you know, we we were talking, we've been hanging out. I've been here in Colorado with you for a month and a half now. We're living down the street, but been hanging out. And it's been cool to see how you guys have gone because we've had a very similar path in some ways where we both worked as tour managers in the event marketing industry for a long time. And then we had to figure out, okay, like how can we take this off the road, still get the perks and the benefits of like being able to travel and be flexible, but not have to have our schedules dictated to us or work for a company. Right. And I think you guys have found a really cool way to do it. And I just wanted to highlight it because you you have like sort of a core service that you built, but now, and you're also building up the, your passion business right. kind of on the side you want to just talk about that a little yeah bit?
1: well i mean so we kind of started um my wife kelly and i we started our marketing company first with go nuts marketing um and we started small business marketing just you know the typical building websites running social media things like that and then along the same lines of that we started our music festival site which is festigo nuts festigo com. we had sites on that originally to a hobby, perhaps, um, maybe growing into something more. And now we're into our third year, or finish our third year, kind of starting our uh, going into our fourth year of FestiGo Nuts, and we have kind of just realized that our passion, should which is music, music festivals, should also kind of overlap with our our business. So we're basically. Learning to now market within music festivals, and we are marketing within music festivals, so we're making our our passion of going to music festivals, seeing live music all the time, being part of that lifestyle, Mm -hmm. and now working with artists, with promoters, with music festivals to combine our our skills in marketing with our love of music and all of this keeps us on the road. I mean we travel for music festivals. Our marketing company is certainly location independent. We keep it at that where, you know, we we bring on clients that we can always work with from anywhere around yeah. the world. And yeah, bringing that into our love of music, now taking on clients that are musicians and festivals and working within that traveling lifestyle also to kind of just combine our passions and our skills to keep us doing what we want to do while, you know, trying to pay some bills.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, the fact that you have the core business, which is the marketing company, which is something I imagine, like, you want to have that to be less and less, and you want to have the festival stuff to be more and more, but you need to earn an income and pay your bills and stuff. So, I mean, this is an important point because sometimes you can get sort of one on a one-track mind. We're like, I'm going to build my passion business and I'm just going to do that. And maybe sometimes... Like, well, this was the case for me as well. Your passion business has to be on the side of what you're doing that actually earns you an income, and you can still do something that earns you an income, a location independent income, and you can still build your passion business as a side hustle. So you can be, like, a full entrepreneur, but still have, like, a side hustle as an entrepreneur right? in a way.
1: And but and I would say with, you know, the side hustles, and we have a lot of other hustles, like I do, I still do promo gigs, things like that from the, you know... All right, talk
0: about what you just did.
1: Um... <laughs> Uh, I sometimes do promotions for a company called PAX. No, I was talking Uh, about the... thing you got at the thrift shop. Oh, the thrift shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's more fun. Um, uh, This is just a fun side hustle. I I found that my mom used to collect these uh, things called Yadros that are just these little like figurines, and I used to always hide them when I'd have parties at the house because I was so afraid that my friends would break them because <laughs> they were actually you know worth a couple hundred bucks or something. I found one in a thrift store for like two bucks, looked it up on Etsy. It was like, um, oh, I can get a hundred bucks for this, and listed it, and I just sold it yesterday. Uh, yeah, side hustle. Sold it for $100, uh, $98 profit Wow um, these side hustles have been so instrumental for me and for Kelly when we decided that we are we got off the road touring and we were not going to go back to work in a full-time job capacity for somebody else we wanted to make it happen for ourselves and that struggle for a couple years of how do we not take a promotional tour because when you do then you're on the road for four months and all of the work you've done building up your own company kind of gets stagnant because mm-hmm. you're working for someone else, how do we pay our bills while building our company, while pursuing our passions? And man, it's all about the side hustle. Like, we do all kinds of gigs. Like, we definitely look at thrift stores and, oh, yeah, there's there's something I can get 50 bucks for and buy for five. I mean, that's always a, a nice little thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the keys to that is, like, learning how to divide up your time properly. So that's part of this guide. So you can pick that up if you'd like. And I just wanted to mention like, one of the products in the Paradise Pack this year, my friend Emily, who runs a website called PuttyLike.com. It's all about combining your passions into a business. She's got a couple things in here. One is a book called Renaissance Business. Another one's called Work Your Work where you can turn many of your passions into a career and gain an understanding of how to pursue your many passions in a practical, financially sustainable way. So there's a lot of products in here this year that can really help you figure out how you can piece together different things and and create a location-dependent lifestyle. It doesn't have to be one thing, like Jason's doing, is like finding different things and sort of piecing it together and making it happen. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, Jay. It's, It's been really cool to see... I mean, how you guys have built Fasty Go Nuts and now you're like you're interviewing some of your heroes and Absolutely. like getting to talk to all these musicians that you've listened to for years and it's just something magical when you kind of get to work around the stuff that you enjoy. Yeah, we, you, know? you know, things are to... Opportunities come up,
1: you know? Things are starting to pop for us, yeah. and it really feels good that all the work that we've put into this, we're like, now we can see all this work manifesting itself, and the fact that this isn't just an expensive hobby, this is actually turning into a business, and that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, we'll drop the links to your site on the uh, on the show notes as well. Before we get into the honorable mentions, quick, also, I want to say a thank you to Tortuga Backpacks for supporting today's show, 0 to travelcom slash Tortuga. We'll show you all the backpacks I recommend. And really, they have a backpack for any type of traveler if you're like somebody that just does weekend trips, they have something smaller, and more minimal to uh, I use the Tortuga outbreaker mostly, which I, I've used for again, like three week trips or like three month trips. And I use the outbreaker day pack pretty religiously as well. So they have all kinds of cool stuff. You can check it out there. Uh, zero to travel.com slash Tortuga 10% off with the promo code travel. Just enter the word travel. When you check out, if you're in the market for a new backpack or you're looking for a gift for a friend, you don't have to worry about doing all the research and crap just go to that link and check it out um, this is the stuff I recommend and thanks to them for supporting this show and if you do get anything with that promo code you'll also be supporting my podcast because I'm an affiliate for them because I use their stuff and I recommend it. Support so, his thank podcast
1: you. the poor boy has holes in his jeans <laughs> you see the holes in his jeans man. that's hilarious. Alright quick,
0: quick hit honorable mentions. Alright
1: so honorable mention number one um, Dispatch Bang Bang. Um, it is for me a just sing along upbeat fun album. Personally I don't even follow Dispatch a lot not a huge fan of everything they've done, but that particular album is just, bam, I love it.
0: Nice. Uh, I mentioned the Greatest Hits album that was on my honorable mention list. Legend, Bob Marley Legend. Awesome. I mean, Great. how you not put on there? I'll throw another one out there really quick because we mentioned uh, Trap Called Quest. I had Low End Theory. Right. That was the album. And I, I, my honorable mention was like anything old school hip hop, like from yeah, the golden anything, era. Yeah. Uh, one in particular, NWA, Straight out of Compton, Great. something I listened to. And that that took me to a place as a kid that I, I didn't know existed and didn't get to go or experience, you know, uh, like, wow, this is something that's happening in like a neighborhood in right. my country. And... Uh, so there's different ways to travel, right? right and yeah. uh, that, that, was... that album was really impactful for me.
1: I got to throw in um, White Buffalo, Hog Tide Revisited. White oh, yeah. Buffalo, if you don't know White Buffalo, check them out. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. You will be blown away. And then my number one honorable mention that was going to be my number one, but oh, I yeah. took it off the list what because you already hit up two of them, Pearl Jam 10. Probably uh-huh, okay. the best road trip album of all time. I took it off the list because I was like, we had enough Pearl Jam already. Nice, but, man. Yeah, Pearl Jam 10.
0: That's a great one. <laughs> (laughs) Um, I'll throw out a couple more Fleetwood Mac rumors. Oh, fantastic. Just uh, right off the bat there. And Beck, almost anything by Beck. Yeah, uh, Mutations is one that stands out. There's a couple other ones that I can always throw on. So there you have it. A lot of great music, a lot of great fun. A lot of great travel yeah. today, Jason. Thanks, my man. I know we just high five, but it's always good to high five it out when that we're uh, in person. High-five. Oh yeah, Hold you on, you go mics. Oh, oh come on, there all we right, go. All right, Woo. I don't know if the we've mic only been high fiving for
1: 35 Woo. years. You think we've got that better one? Hurt actually right? yeah. a little bit.
0: I'm really impressed with that, Jay. Thank you so much. Thanks and, um, for having me. Let's have another music travel episode. Awesome. Soon. Thanks, man. See ya. Yeah.